Hello. Welcome back to Podcastmon, a Digimon podcast. This is part two of our Digimon adventure discussion. Uh-huh. Okay, we're starting off with episode 22, entitled... Oh. <laughs> Forget about it. Forget about it. So this is the introduction of Demi Devimon and his mysterious boss. I love Demi Devimon. I'm just gonna get out. I'm just gonna get right out and say it. Love Demi Devimon. Camp. Oh, very camp. Very, um, very like old time. Very, like, he's like a Three Stooges type villain where he's just kind of bumbling. He sounds like he's from the mafia. Yeah, but like, like in the thirties, like, he sounds like a mafia underling. Yeah. yeah. This episode, Ty and Agumon have returned from their weird trip back to the human world, and they discover TK and Tokomon an amusement park, but the dolls are fighting because Demi Demimon is like, I don't know, TK Tokomon, kind of a bitch. And TK's like, maybe you're right. And then Matt left TK at this amusement park. We discover that all the other Digidestin have split up without Ty. Which sounds like it would be the opposite. Yeah. Well, and and the thing is, TK, uh, Ty comes back and he's like, it's been like a day. And they were like, dude, it's been like two months. It's been 84 years. Yeah. (laughs) So we learn at that point, or maybe it was explained to us before, but at this point we're fully aware that time in the Digi world moves much faster mm-hmm. than time in the real world. So what to Ty was only like a couple days was a very long, a lo- enough time for them to split up and not see each other for a long time and get very far apart. Which um, is, another kids, dumb. Yeah. That's dumb. Like, it's not done by the well, writers, also, and it's good writing, but like, by also, the kids. we've seen that like, Ty is, from our perspective, as 20 and 30-somethings, watching the show from the 90s about children. Mm-hmm. Ty has got a lot of bravado. To me, seems like somebody that eventually you would not want to follow, but maybe maybe his part of his character arc is becoming a good leader. Yeah. Just on that note, I, I also feel like Ty is, is kind of the type of leader that to kids seems like a leader, and then to adults you're like, oh, he's a bad... Because kids just see like anyone taking kind of authority and like making a strong decision to make some kind of step in a direction is seen as leadership even if it's a bad step or done without consulting the group. I think at this point Ty is like that. Yeah. So we learn that Demi Devimon's plan is to drive a rift between Tokomon and TK which he has done Mm -hmm. and then he's gonna feed them amnesiac mushrooms to like wipe their memories of each other and being digidestined and Mm -hmm. everything because his boss his mysterious boss Wants to destroy the Digidestin, just like every other Digimon that they meet. Yeah. But Agumon has the revelation that these are amnesiac poison mushrooms and saves the day, and Patamon beats up Demi Demimon. This kind of is like, take this. So, so is Tokomon Digivolve back into Patamon? Yes, yeah. Tokomon Digivolves back into Patamon. Then Tai and TK and Agumon and Patamon hop on a like swan boat. <laughs> Yeah, which, uh, is, paddle, a, which a, is a recurring motif. Yeah, a paddle boat to head off in the direction Matt took. They're in the Boston part of DigiWorld. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in the next episode, we see Joe is trapped in a diner working for Digitamamon, who is also working for the same guy, but under Demi Devimon. Another victim of wage theft. Joe? Yeah. Well, Joe's only there because he didn't have any money to pay for... Yeah, but now every time he screws up, they take money off his yeah. paycheck, which is illegal. Yeah. So, a little, um, bit, little bit of labor rights on your Digimon podcast. Didn't see that coming at you. You know, a lot of people are listening for the labor rights part of this podcast. I hope so. It's bold for us to assume that anyone's listening. 
Well, if they are, I hope they learn something. And so Matt comes to try to save Joe, and then Matt winds up getting stuck working there, and then starts to blame Joe for all of this misfortune, because now Matt is separated from TK. And if we've learned nothing from this, is that Matt's only purpose is to protect TK. (laughs) Yeah. But also the need to unionize. And, like, I don't remember... I mean, obviously, I never got the blessing of being transported to a digital world with my brother, but... I would be like, okay, my brother can fend for himself. Also, he's got an angel. He's got a literal angel on his side. Yeah, he's got a guardian angel. Yeah. Where, like, Matt, love Gobbleman. He's, like, a kind of frumpy he's a, he's seal a thing. He's a big wolf. He's he turned big, into a wolf, he's yeah. a big wolf. And then we got this kind of montage of Matt kind of remembering what friendship is like and that he needs all of his friends and he can't leave Joe behind. And, and then Matt... Crest of friendship glows. Garuruman digivolves to wear Garuruman. <gasps> oh no, he's hot. Sure. Okay, all a lot of these like butch Digimon are kind of sexy, like Anjaman, Leoman, wear yeah. Garuruman. I, I feel like for me the wear Garuruman has a little bit too like the balance of animal to like humanoid is like a little too. You said about Leoman that he was hot, and he's a little, little like a lion man. Yeah, but lions are already hot. Okay, okay, we're not gonna unpack this on this Digimon <laughs> on this Christian podcast. On this Christian Digimon podcast. This Christian mon. <laughs> Crucifix mon. Cru- I'm so Ooh, sorry if I'm offending cru- anyone. Crucifix by the way, I'm, I'm I'm sorry if I'm offending any Christians or furries. I don't mean to. I, I don't mean to discriminate. I'm, I'm honestly more afraid of the furries. Yeah, me too. Uh, I respect and love them. So in the next episode, now Matt and Joe and TK and Ty and their Digimon are all together, and they're gonna go find their friends. Mm-hmm. And the next person we find is TK. Uh, nope, we already have him. Yeah. The other short one, Izzy. Izzy, the other short one. Izzy, yeah. Oh and Izzy falls into a pit of depression <laughs> and sells his. Curiosity? He gives up his curiosity and then mm-hmm. it like causes him to become like depressed. And that yeah, he's, like, causes Tentomon to like de digivolve. He like his like eyes become like he just gets becomes yeah. like soulless. It's very yeah. it's kinda scary. And then Tentomon says like Oh, Tentomon gets his curiosity back. He like goes out and steals because they're in like yeah. some pocket dimension. Yeah, because I, I feel like Tent I feel like Tentomon Oh, and they're fighting against the gay stereotype Vedamon. Yes. Who is all the things that we love to see in a queer-coded villain. Yes. Such as his attack is unidentified flying kiss. So we get the all-together not-queer-coded Mega Kabuterimon. And this is sweet because I think that Tentomon says that Izzy's curiosity is what he loves most about him. Oh, that is sweet. And I think that's very sweet. Yes. And then we see Demi Jemimon is going to try to buy Izzy's crest or something from Vedamon. Yeah, there's like so. Jimmy Devimon is causing trouble still. Yeah, he's he's the, he's kind of the catalyst behind all of these also, little situations. I would like to say that TK was awfully trusting for a digi, to a Digimon called Demi Devimon when Padamon literally died defeating Devimon. I mean, maybe he heard Demi and he was like, "Well, I'm cool for the summer." It's probably what it was, even though this show took place in 1999. Yeah, this is yeah. Demi Lovato probably watched this show at some point. Demi Lovato is listening to our podcast. I love them. The next episode, we see the devilicious, gorgeous Mimi living as a princess. This is this is like my favorite of. I like the restaurant part, but this is my favorite of all of the 
this like, I love the, portion. Love this portion. Yeah. yeah. Well, because it's about Mimi and we love her. Yeah, but also like the setting, the setup of it is also great. Yeah, because the tie and everybody else doesn't know who like. Oh, wait, we forgot that there was a split up because. So so now the group is who? Who's all reunited? Joe, Matt, so, TK, and and Matt went one way. Uh huh. And Joe and Ty went the other way. And so, which and one of them found Izzy? So, Matt and TK found Izzy. Okay. So now it's just the girls. Now they gotta go find the girls. Of course they Even the best for last. Yeah, I, I guess. They're saving Mimi. Well, Mimi is the best. Sora is... Alright. Sora is... We'll talk about it on the tier list. Sora is underwritten. <laughs> so, Mimi has been... Has become the queen of Gekkoman and Otamaman. And they are... Trying to use her beautiful voice, which we discussed earlier, they are they pre-established that Mimi cannot sing. Yeah, it's like a it's like one of her character traits that yeah. isn't being spoiled. But I guess she can sing now. Yeah, she learned. She had a lot of time to practice. I guess so, because Ty was gone for apparently like three months or whatever. Yeah. And so she's gonna wake up Shogun Gekoman with her beautiful voice. But Mimi is like too involved in this princess life. She finally has the life that she's been wanting this whole time. Being, like, the princess diva of... She's pampered. She sits on a big throne. Yeah. She has a bunch of people telling her how much they love her. Yeah. Big, honestly... And she gets a cool honestly, outfit. what a mood. Yeah. yeah, she gets a cool outfit. But she imprisons Ty and the others after they attempt to record her voice. Yeah, because that's the thing. She's been withholding it. She's been, like... Yeah. I need, she's, like, my yeah. voice isn't ready. I need to... Because she knows as soon as she sings... She's, like, oh, I need this to be a better... I need that. Yeah, because she knows she'll either be exposed as not a good singer or it'll work. And then they'll be, like, okay, bye. And she's, like, no, I don't I don't want that. I want you to stay. And Palmon... Palmon and Mimi get into a fight. They do. Because mm-hmm. Palmon is, like, Mimi's voice of reason pretty consistently throughout the show. Yeah. Palmon and Mimi get into a fight because Mimi's being very spoiled and... Palmon calls her out on it, and Mimi does not like that. And then she imprisons them all including in the dungeon, in the, including Palmon. And then Mimi has a nightmare, but I think she, I think she's awakened. She's like relieved from her nightmare by a mysterious person. Who could it be? But so she awakens from her nightmare. She apologizes, and she awakens Shogun Gekkoman. And turns out he's big mad about that. Yeah, he was like, I just wanted to sleep. Yeah, the hell, man. So he attacks Mimi, and instead of getting, um, this is where I feel like we should have gotten Palmon's Digivolution. Yeah, it's weird that everyone else had happened, like, here, and then it didn't happen Yeah, it's, it's very weird. So we got, we got Metal, um, Greymon becoming Metal Greymon again, but I think we should have gotten Togemon Digivolving into Lilymon here. Would have been nice. Would have yeah. been nice, also just, like, because Lilymon's cool. She's pretty. Yeah, we stand. So, in the next episode, we finally find Sora, mm-hmm. and we figure out that she has been helping them all in secret. We see her, to, like, whispering to Agumon about the mushrooms. Mm-hmm. We see her, like, attempting to fix Demi Devimon and Digitamamon's, like, plot to keep Matt and Joe. Mm-hmm. But she's and been, definitely... And, but she's been doing it all secretly, yeah, behind the shadows. Secretly. Sora has been convinced... Oh, and Sora also has all the tea on all the crests, because apparently her and Biomon overheard Demi Debimon talking to his mysterious boss, who only appears in a cloud of bats. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Um, He's a baseball player. <laughs> Seeing home runs. <laughs> okay, home run, man. 
Home Run Grand Slam mom. <gasps> oh no, Home Run Mom's attack is, is Grand Slam. Yeah. Okay, anyway. And yeah. Um a delicious breakfast for a great price. Okay. Um, <laughs> not even okay. So Sora has all the tea on everybody's crests. Uh-huh. So we find out that Ty's crest is courage. Matt's crest is friendship, mm-hmm. which somehow Matt already knew because he says the crest of friendship in his episode. You know, it's it do be like that. Yeah, Izzy's crest is knowledge. Makes sense. Uh, yeah, Mimi, he's a freaking nerd. Mimi has the crest in sincerity. Mm-hmm. TK has hope and. Sora's is love. Oh, and Joe's is reliability. Yeah. All, all of which are very fitting. I think so. Although I feel like Chike's hope is, like, very much tied to the fact that he is a small child and has no concept of, well, like, they're all, pessimism. They're all small children. Yeah, but TK is, like, a, a they small all squared. Lot, they're all, like, 11 and 12. You have, like, so much angst. I When I had angst when I was 12, because I was like, oh, shit, am I gay? Am I going to have to deal with this? And then I was like, okay, cool. By the time am I, I going like, to have to deal with this? They're like, oh, man. Ugh. This really put up. This really, really isn't gonna mess with my five year plan. Ugh, this like this just took like half the state so I could live off the map. But you know yeah. what? Well, um, there is no <laughs> homophobia in the digital world. No, there's not. They said gay rights. Well, um, they said nothing about gays at all. But like we assume. Okay. I mean, I feel like I feel like Vedamon is a small business owner and was very <laughs> queer. So, okay. So Sora is worried about that her crest will never glow. Because she doesn't know what love is. Because she has a rocky relationship with her mom. And her dad's not around. And her dad is not around. Um, First of all, what a mood. Yeah. Rocky relationship with the mom. Wasn't the rocky relationship with the mom, though, like, Sora cleaned your room and she was like, no. No, it was that, like, her mom wanted her to be, like, I think maybe this might be something that was more clear in, like, the sub. Uh-huh. Which maybe I will look up the sub and dub differences. Mm-hmm. For another um, episode? For, well... We'll see. Yeah, we've talked about it. We'll we see. We might. We might not. We might add it to this episode. Um, it was that her mom like wanted her to be more like feminine, and Sora wanted to go play soccer. And then when Sora hurt herself, and she couldn't go play soccer, her mom like forbid her from it, and she like Sora ran away because she okay. was like, well, so my mom was, doesn't like, understand me." It was like yeah. an actual grievance. So she's nervous her crest won't work. Yeah, she's nervous her crest won't work because she. Uh, has this problem with her mom. But she's been convinced of this by... Demi Demi Mon. Oh, we finally get to see Demi Demi Mon's boss. Mm-hmm. Myotis Mon. Yeah. And, oh no, he's hot. Yeah, he, he is. is hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like sexy vampire man. Yeah. Legs for days, making waves. Myotis Mon, he defeats the other Digimon because he's... because they're, like, not able to Digivolve to their ultimate forms or whatever. He's also <laughs> dummy strong. Yeah. Um... And Sora tries to protect Bioman, who's been injured. Which pisses me off. I'll, I'll, anyone who hurts Bioman, I'm gonna yeah. smack him. And she realizes that this is exactly what her mom was trying to do to her. Mm-hmm. Is to protect her from hurting herself. Yeah. So, so her crest activates. Um, Bioman gives you also Bergeron, and then Sora's crest of love grow, glows, and we get the evolution to Garudamon. Yeah. And with that, 
Sora's character arc for the entire season pretty much ends. Yeah, Sora, her character Sora arc just kind of just... hangs out for the rest of the yeah, she, other half of the season. She had, you know, a one-episode arc. Uh, but Myotismon, or Digidestin escaped Myotismon with the help of Garudamon, because she's real big. Yeah. Yeah, she's real big. Giant woman. Giant bird woman. You're big. You're big. That's okay. Let's call, In fact, uh, that's helpful. So the next episode is called The Gateway to Home. Where the kids meet up with Jedi in person, and he tells them there's an eighth Digidestin and that my Otis Mon is planning to go to the real world uh-huh. with an army of evil Digimon to find the child. The Digidestin infiltrate my Otis Mon's castle to stop him entering the real world, but they fail when Gatomon distracts them with Devidramon. Gatomon? Fun time. So we this is the introduction to Gatomon, mm-hmm. and she seems to be way more competent than Demi Devimon, or like even Myotismon, low key. She's not as big. No, I think my, I think that she's the more competent minion of Myotismon. Yeah. We do also see um, Agumon and Palmon infiltrate the castle in drag. Yes. Um, oh, I forgot about that. <gasps> yeah, there's like a training going on. Yeah, they are um, Punk Agumon and Reggae Palmon, and they. Uh, get a Digimon drunk off of soda. Yeah, it's very, like... Which, like, if you've ever been to, like, a third grader's birthday party, is like, that's, that's so the vibe. Valid. That's, that's so the vibe. valid. Yeah. And we see Gatomon completely, like, wreck all the other Digimon. Yeah. Like, easily. Um, and they, uh, Myotismon and her escape to the, the real, real world. world. Gatomon, cute, sweet little cat thing. Yeah, with, like, gloves on its paws that are extra paws. Yeah, she's she's kind of a bad bitch. Yeah. She has a cute little voice. And she's very sexy. Yeah, she talks like no. this. It's like Eartha Kit, but, like, pitched up. It is kind of Eartha Kit. Eartha yeah. Cat. Eartha Cat. Earth. Eartha Catamon. Gatamon. Earthamon. Earthamon. Um, He's Mamon. In the next episode, the Digidestin... Travel back to Jedi's house where he unravels the secrets about the digital world. Um, and they return to Myotismon's castle to open the gate and battle Dokugumon. Do- Can you say that again? Dokugumon. One more, give it to me one more time. Dokugumon. It's so good. I love it. It makes me very happy. She's a giant spider. Yeah. That, does, that doesn't make me yeah. happy. I hate spiders. Terrifying. I mean, like, whatever we need them. But... Well... Because we're a prominent Digimon character in the second season who's a giant spider. Am I going to be scared? Or is she like a sexy spider like Charlotte? We'll see. The fight causes the castle to crumble as where Garurumon destroys Dokugumon. But they manage to open the gateway and escape through it. Which, um, they return back to the human world. Which I think this is really where it gets interesting. Yeah. This is like... Because now there's like actual stakes. Yeah. Because we see, like, the Digimon are fighting. In, like, downtown Tokyo. In downtown Tokyo. The Digimon are fighting. We, but we also see that um, the Digidestin are back at camp, where they, and it's, like, the same day that they left, and everyone, they're going home because it's a snowstorm. Because <laughs> that happened. In the middle of summer. Yeah. They head towards Titan View Terrace to try to find the eighth Digidestin. And then there's a battle between Garudamon and Mammothmon, which is when we see the Digidestin kind of finally react to, oh no, stuff, like, people can get hurt if our, like, with a Digimon battle in the real world. Yeah. Um, that is quickly forgotten about. <laughs> we don't see them kind of grapple with that reality for very often. Yeah. 
Which we, I get, because it's kind of like superhero show rules, like, where we don't really, like, yes, there's destruction. We don't see anybody get hurt. Yeah. Or anything. And we kind of just assume that, like, oh, they got out of there in time. Uh, but the battle between Garudamon and Mammothmon helps them recall witnessing a battle four years prior to their adventure between a Greymon and Parrotmon. Mm-hmm. They surmise that the eighth child must have also seen this fight. Mm-hmm. This is what gets me. So, if you're a long-standing Digimon fan, such as myself, mm-hmm. you would have known that there was a prequel movie to Digimon Adventure released in Japan, also t- titled Digimon Adventure. That's confusing. Yeah. It was kind of, I think it was kind of like to sell the series. Uh-huh. In the, in America, it was released as part of Digimon the movie, which is kind of confusing. But anyway, there is one character who is heavily featured in the Digimon Adventure prequel film that for some reason our protagonist, Tai, doesn't automatically assume is the eighth Digidestined. <laughs> and it's his sister, Kari. Yeah. She's chilling. Yeah, it can't be Kari. It has to be somebody else. Yeah, that it can't be another girl. Yeah, Kari literally like is in in the thick of it in the battle in the movie. Into the thick of it. Into the thick of it. Um, Bakiardamon. Into the thick of mon. Yeah. Ugmon. <laughs> the Digidestins try to get back to their homes in Odaiba. This is also, I think, pretty cool. Is that like a lot of anime that was being dubbed for children in this era, like Pokemon and Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball and all this kind of stuff is, like, they kind of shy away from it being Japanese. Like, Dragon Ball and Pokemon take place literally in their own universes, Mm -hmm. which have, like, Japanese references and stuff, but it's not, like, in Japan. Yeah. But in this kind of part of the arc, like, they're in Japan. They're going to Odaiba. They're like they and like also this is interesting. This t- this aired in 1999, and unfortunately, only a few years later, there would be a huge terrorist attack in real life. 9/11. Oh, I thought you meant in Odai in Odaiba. Yeah, but they say in the American dub of Digimon Adventure that they that this battle between Greymon and Parrotmon was called a terrorist attack. Yeah, and they, they use that, that wording. They say the words terrorist attack in an anime for... I don't know. I think this is, like, evidence that Digimon has always been a little bit more, like, less uh, anime for children and more an anime about children. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, Digi... This... Mm-hmm. We've seen it before and we'll continue to see it. The show's kind of scary. Like, there's some and scary stuff hard, going on. We've, we've seen, like... Izzy lost his motivation to live. Yeah, and we've definitely seen, like, TK and Matt struggle with divorce, and Joe struggles with, like, the societal pressure to, like, succeed yeah. because of his family or whatever, and Sora has... Uh, Sora's already completed her character arc. She's great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, they try to get back to Odaiba, but after missing their train stop, and they spent all their money on food, which I, like, I'm like, where did they get money? Yeah. I guess they had, like, camp money? Maybe, and, like, I guess there was no need for money in the digital world. Yeah. Eventually, they end up getting a ride from Sora's cousin, Dwayne. Who just kind of finds them on, like, on a bridge. Yeah, this is a definite change from the sub. Yeah. This is just an old man who picks up the kids because he thinks Sora and Mimi are cute. And he's not an old man. He's, like, a... He's, like, a... He's an adult man. He's an adult man. And I'll kick his ass. Yeah, we'll fight him. But... He'll catch his hands. This is also, like... He'll catch these claws. This is, like... Pepper um, breath. 
Yeah, Agumon will. Uh, Palmon will take care. You know who will take care of business? Togemon. Togemon. No. Needles spray. Yeah, she'll be like, all right, you son of a bitch, <laughs> you lousy skank. Yeah. She. So this is like a welcome change for me because I don't need to see like adults hit on children. No. Because before that, we even see like this woman stops to pick up Matt because she thinks he's handsome. Yeah, it's not good. And I'm like, that's weird. That's bizarre. Like, illegal. It's illegal. And Straight also, to jail. I'm like, why? Yeah, to jail. Bonk. Bonk. <laughs> no, no. So, and then after they, um, there's kind of a, tra- there's traffic stopped. Coromon poops in Dwayne's car. Um, that does happen. Which, like, go off Coromon. And Izzy accidentally gets pushed off a bridge by Dwayne. Because they're fighting about the poop. Because they're fighting about the poop. Hijinks ensue. <laughs> and then uh, Ikakumon battles Gaysomon in the river that they're over. and um, Or the ocean, I guess. The ocean. And Ikakumon carries the Digidestin back to their home. Yes. So then we see that the Digidestin and their Digimon have settled in. They're hiding their Digimon by pretending they're stuffed toys. Yeah. That they got at summer camp uh, in the mountains. Uh, the mountains. Famous for their Build-A-Bear industry. Yeah. <laughs> But the eighth child's Digivice gets carried off by Ty's cat, Miko. Real mm. cat. Not Digimon, a just cat. cat. Normal cat. Yeah. Cute cat. I want to pet it. I want to be sets friends. off a signal that brings Demi Devimon, Raremon, and Izzy. It, it signals all of them that the, the game is afoot. Mm-hmm. Kabuterimon defeats Raremon, who attacks a nightclub. Oh, Rare- I forgot about that. Raremon is, like, just a pile of garbage. Like, it's a, it's a pile of rotting flesh. It's not my favorite. No. Would not, would, three out of ten would not hug. No, I think that three out of ten was generous. Oh, this episode aired the day after my birthday in 1999. You did it. In Japan. In America, it aired in December. (laughs) You still did it. Uh, But Izzy and Tentomon find no results of the Digidestined. Okay, looking, the next episode is called Gatomon Gatomon Comes Calling. Um, I realized looking at these episode titles that the American dub is much more about like this is what's like the episode is titled after what's happening in the story. Yeah. The Japanese titles are what's happening in the episode because the uh, this episode is called Gatomon Comes Calling and then uh, Gatomon meets Kari for the first time and she is unable to kill her. But the Japanese episode title is Tokyo Tower is Hot Death Maramon. And that's referring to the battle that Sora and Mimi have with Skull Maramon at the Tokyo Tower. I guess that is like the main action of the story, but like the 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 plot. The point is that Gatomon and Kari meet. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. Um, the next episode is devastating because we see kind of our first our our first major like death. Yeah, this one hurts. I think this is kind of supposed to be taking place after the Gaysomon fight with the Ikak- and the Kakumon taking them all home. Mm-hmm. So we kind of have jumped back in time. But TK and Matt, we've established our child- children of divorce. So they're like Matt is trying to escort TK home, and Patamon kind of makes a comment about them being really cute as brothers. Yeah, which is a nice. Which thing is to a say. nice thing to say, and then TK kind of gets offended because he's a, you know he's eight. a boy. He can't be cute. He's eight, and you know he thinks Patamon's making fun of him and stuff. It's a flimsy. Yeah, I I, I get it. Like 
as somebody who like works with kids, I gotta like like misunderstand the way this happens. Yeah. Um. But uh, not TK's finest moment. Yeah. TK needs a TO. Um, so Padamon flies off, and then Matt and TK have to follow him into Shibuya, which is, like, a big, like, kind of shopping yeah, district, you know, pop culture, media kind of stuff. From my understanding, I've never been to Japan, but from everything I've seen and read, that's kind of what I've gathered it okay. to be. They encounter Pumpkin Mom and Gossimon, who are members of Myotis Mon's army. Mm-hmm. But they're kind of playing hooky. But they're more interested in having a good time. Yeah, they're more like... Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. They're like, look at all these cool human... Okay, if you know Harry Potter and you know how Ron's dad is always like, what is this? And it's like a broom. And it's just like a human yeah. broom because he's so fascinated by like normal muggle stuff. This is kind of the energy that they're giving off. I guess. I think they're more, they're not malicious, but they're more mischievous about yeah. everything. Yeah, they are mischievous about it Because they're literally like a rock goblin and a, like a puppet with a pumpkin head with an axe in it. Yeah, he's like a, mm-hmm. he's a, he's a jack-o'-lantern who's supposed to indicate like a man being mm-hmm. chopped in the head. So we meet, kid pum- stuff. we meet Pumpkinmon and Gatsumon here. And they are both kind of small, Digimon. Yeah, they're little. But we've seen Digimon, they digivolve. Mm-hmm. So the stages we've seen are Baby, in training, Rookie, Champion, Ultimate, and then eventually Mega. Mm-hmm. What stages do you think Gatsumon and Pumpkinmon are? They seem like they would be not in training. No, in training is like when they're like bigger, but still like babies. <laughs> yeah. They, they seem like they would be... Like, maybe, like, oh my god, the one above what Agumon and all of them are. I'm blanking. Champion? Champion, yeah. They seem yeah. like they would be champion at best, because yeah. they're, like, they're well, small. Well, because you've seen Gachamon. She's a champion-level Digimon, but she's very small. Yeah, and they're they're small, and they're also, like, a little dumb. Yeah, so Gatsumon is a rookie-level Digimon. Yeah. So the same level of power as, like, Gabumon and Agumon. Yeah. Pumpkinmon? It's an ultimate level Digimon. Yeah, he's way up who there. Who is, like, the same kind of power level as, like, Weregururumon and, Grey- and Metal Greymon. Yeah. Which but, took us 25 episodes to get to that level. Yeah, so we're, like, I guess, it's, I don't know. But anyway. They're just friends. They don't care about the hierarchy yeah. that society prescribes about them. But they don't they, believe in they a caste have, system. They want to have fun. And they're kind of, like, I guess they're kind Digis of... Digis just want to have fun. <laughs> They're kind of defecting from my Mon's army in this episode. Yeah, they're like, this is way better. Why would we ever listen to that? Um, and Douche. he finds them and, like, questions them about if they're looking for the eighth child. And they're like, yeah, totally. And then he catches them again. And they're with Matt and TK. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you must destroy them. And they don't want to fight Matt and TK. Because they're like, they're having a good time. And this whole time, Matt and TK have been trying... To, like, stop Pumpkinmon and Gatsumon from getting into trouble and getting them into trouble. Yeah, by, like, having all the humans be like, what is that? Yeah. So, but they've kind of, like, grown attached to Pumpkinmon and Gatsumon. So they don't want to fight them. hmm And then we see Anjumon comes in and fights. So they find Padamon and he's digivolved to Anjumon to see to stop Myotismon. But he's not strong enough, and Myotismon, in the dub, banishes Pumpkinmon and Gatsumon to his dungeon in the digital world. Yeah, that's the dub. Which is still very tragic. Yeah. Um, Because we see, like, we still see in the dub, like, 
Pumpkin Man's axe falls to the ground and bursts into like digital dust. And yeah, and like little Gatsu, frames that fly away. One of Gatsuman's like rocks. Mm-hmm. In the sub, they are killed by Myotisman. Yeah, they're dead. So we've this is like the first. Other than like Potamon, this is the first major death, and Potamon comes back, but we never see Pumpkinmon or Gatsumon again. So, this is kind of a powerful episode. I was really upset. Yeah. Because they were like, they were very fun little villains. Like, yeah, they weren't even really they villains. They weren't even really villains, and it, and it kind of felt like. They're, they're sorry, not sorry, but what they said, they're just trying to have some fun. Thank you for quoting Six the Musical at me. I feel like that was very. Um appropriate when we're talking about the subject of death especially because that they were all they're all dead yeah and like pumpkin mon kind of a beheading thing yeah. going on and boleyn definitely uh, a beheading thing going on so where guru mon and anjuman drive my otis mon away but tk and matt are not going to forget about pumpkin mon and Gatsumon. no so in the next episode we see um we kind of get to know more about wizard mon mm-hmm. who we've seen as a member of my otis mon's army and when now we come to know is kind of besties with Gatomon. Yeah. They are just Myotismon's underlings. Yeah. But like, Wizardmon is like smarter. Wizardmon is He's smart. not he's not like a dumb minion. He's like yeah, got he's, his own independent not, thinking. He's and stuff. not dumb. He's not like silly either. Like Yeah. With Wizardmon's help, Gatomon discovers that Kari is the eighth child and she is her partner Digimon. Wizardmon entrusts um Kari's Digivice to Tai and Gatomon uh, Wizardmon and Gatomon infiltrate Myotismon's lair to steal her crest. Myotismon mm-hmm. catches them and, in the process, discovers the truth as well, throwing Wizardmon into the ocean while holding Gatomon captive. Yeah. Why do we do we really do they ever really go into why Wizardmon was like actually screw Myotismon I'm gonna betray him, because or is he just kind of like friends with Gatomon? Right. He's more loyal to Gatomon than he is to. Yeah, we see that in like in the past, like before they joined up with Wizardmon, mm-hmm. Gatomon saved Wizardmon. Right. From um basically like he would have died. Yeah. If Gatomon hadn't helped him. And now Gatomon is full on the like, oh if Kari's Digidestin, I'm supposed to be with her, I'm gonna do that. I don't wanna help Myotismon. Yeah. Because that's her true motivation is like companionship. Of, we've kind of learned that Myotismon abused Gatomon. Yeah. A lot. And she's a scar. She just wants a friend. And she's, she's a scar on one of her paws, and that's why she wears gloves. Yeah. You know, very anime. But now we see that my other spawn is on, like, the search for the eighth Digidestin. Like, now he knows that they're out there, and he has surrounded Odaiba in a dense fog. Yeah. Weather. Weather yeah. conditions. Welcome to the stage. Dense fog. And his followers capture all the families living in the city. This is kind of silly, but also, like, we see, like, a lot of the children's families get kidnapped. We see, like, Mimi's mom and dad get kidnapped. Mm-hmm. They're he- all held in, like, the convention with, center. With Mimi. Um, but they... Oh, do we get a vibe that Mimi's parents are of, of a mixed race? Like, yeah, I, I thought that because there's there's okay, so there's a scene where Mimi's mom, Mimi wears a cowboy hat, which is like obviously like a very Americanized very American, thing. Yeah. And there's a scene where Mimi's mom like is trying to cook something, and it's just not at all like she just She's cooks trying it, to cook like a rice dish, and she then, makes it with like Jello or something. Yeah, and it, like so I was I got the vibe that me this is the first time 
in our just this most recent rewatch that I kind of got the vibe that Mimi's mom is supposed to be American. I yeah, like I've a white that. American. I've heard that before. Like, she's a white American, and she's married to a Japanese businessman. Yeah, and so she's trying real hard to, like... She's trying real hard learn to, like, the learn the culture and, like, cook, you know, cook the food properly and stuff, and Aww. she's doing her best. So, Sora and... Oh, Sora and Mimi are captured by the Digimon, and they try to escape using Joe's mantra that he used. We see that, like, a lot of the kids' parents are captured. Like, we see Ty's parents are captured. Um, Matt's dad? Matt's dad. Matt's dad's, like, not captured. He's not captured. He's been, like, evading capture. And he's, like... He's kind of a bad Kind of a daddy. He's a daddy. And, well, because Matt and TK's mom was also sexy. Yes. Not a daddy. Her name is Nancy. I think that's so... So is she also supposed to... No, because her name is Nancy Takashi. Could be her married name. No, because Matt's last name is Ishida. Oh, right. So, like... I think they Americanized... I mean, his name's Matt. Yeah, but, They Americanized a lot lot of their names. A lot of the other parents don't have Americanized names. Yeah, I think think it was honestly just, like, a dub thing where they were like, oh, change your name to Nancy. Like, it's sometimes they just bother. Cause I, I, mean, wonder if, I wonder I mean, if it's, a, a like... Japanese-American. I wonder if it's, like, her name in Japanese was hard to pronounce for American audiences, so they changed it to Nancy, where, like, some of the other names for Japanese audiences... Like, Tai... Is Tai his name in the Japanese? His Japanese name is Taichi. Yeah, so, like, Tai is easy to say as, like, a native English speaker. But, like, if her name had been something a bit more complicated to native English tongues... Then I could understand why they would have left it. They they would have been like, okay, change it. Just make it Nancy, like generic generic mom name. Did, would you like to know what Matt and TK's dad's name is? Yes, please. Hiroaki. Do they ever say that? No, not in like, maybe not in this. Not, definitely not in this season. Maybe they do in the second one. Yeah. But that's his name. Like that's his name. But her name is Nancy. I just think that's interesting. It's funny. Yeah. Anyway, so so whose uh, parents are ca- Ty's parents are captured? Yeah, Sora. We do see Sora's mom team up with Bioman when Bioman saves Sora's mom from the from the Bakemon. Yeah, and they're um, all just like kind of cool with the Digimon thing at the end. Yeah, because they've all the kids have now also exposed some, the Digimon. Like, yeah, when they had to like, like rush out, they were like, "Oh, by the way, this is my Digimon." Yeah, and the parents were like, "What? I, okay, I guess <laughs> whatever. A friend of Ty's is a friend of mine." So they, Sora's mom and Bioman try to escape, and then we have a revisit. They try to, they try to infiltrate the convention center to try to save Sora. Yeah. And the others. And we see a revisit of Sora's one character arc where Sora's mom asks Bioman if Sora hates her. Yeah. Which Bioman says, no, Sora loves you a whole yeah. lot. Bioman says, like, that's kind of a weird position to put me in. I feel like that's... Yeah. Sora talked to me in confidence. I have a closer relationship with her than you, and you're asking me to divulge mm-hmm. her secrets to you. So now I'm forced to either lie to you or betray my friend. Kind of rude of you, anyways. <laughs> so they are. They use Joe's Buddhist mantra that he used earlier to defend off the Bakemon, which is just Bakemon lose your power in the American dub. Is that. Yeah, I didn't understand what. Yeah, like. It's a Buddhist mantra in the sub. Okay. Um, which is interesting. Implies that Joe may be of a Buddhist faith. Yeah, I want, I don't know how popular Buddhism is, Buddhism is in Japan. I think it's one of, like, the major religions in Japan, oh, with, okay. like, Shintoism and Christianity. Oh, okay, I never knew that. But Phantomon is unaffected, and Dark Tyranomon overpowers Togemon. And then after Mimi decides that she, there's something she has to do, because her friends are in trouble, her family may be 
killed by Myotis Mon, and there has to be something she could do. Her crest of sincerity glows. She digivolves into Lilymon. Yes. Togemon digivolves into Lilymon. Total babe. Yeah. She's got flower power. And she she's tames. Got, she's got wings. She's got a cute dress. Yeah. We love her. Um, she tames Dark Tyranomon, and she finds herself facing Myotis Mon, while Beomon digivolves into Bergermon to drive off Phantomon. Um, we see, unfortunately, my, it is implied that Myotismon kills the tamed Dark Tyranomon. Which is sad, because now he's he's already killed Wizardmon. Whoa! No, he did not. I threw him into the ocean. Did he not? Oh, okay. We, we did not see him die. We saw him get thrown into the ocean. Oh, I thought he drowned. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, audience. I My memory's a little foggy, just like uh, the city in Digimon. So, after... Lilymon has um, tried to battle Myotismon and uh, unfortunately loses, which is some misogynist bullshit. Sora escapes capture, but Mimi is recaptured. And we start our next episode, City Under Siege, which I always thought was a great title because the yeah. Japanese title is Break Through the Barrier, Zudomon Spark. And I think we've, like, we've noticed, like, maybe we pointed this out already and we forgot that the um, Japanese titles are just, like, thing happens, this is what the episode is about. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, create, like, it It might be more creative in the original Japanese, but it also sounds like the original Japanese is, sounds like it's also just saying break through the barrier, Zudomon Spark. Yeah, like the episode a couple episodes ago where we find out Kari is one of the Digi Destin is just called The Bond of Destiny, Tailmon. <laughs> Which is like, well, seems like two separate The Bond of Destiny is a pretty good title. Yeah, but then just Tailmon at the end. Yeah. I think I think Gachamon has a better name in English than in Japanese. What's her Japanese name? Tailmon. Oh duh. That doesn't really tell her tell no. you what she is. Because a lot of things have tails. Yeah. I mean, she has, like, a cool long tail, mm-hmm. but, like, Gatomon tells you that she's at least a cat, and also you get to learn some, like, fun Spanish. Like, <laughs> Well, I always thought this was a great title, City Under Siege, because I got to learn what the word siege meant. Mm-hmm. Um, and back in the 90s, um, well, actually, this episode aired in February of 2000 for Americans. So back when I, well, everyone knows the 90s ended in 2001. Uh, back in... When I watched this, when it first aired, I would watch it on, like, a Saturday morning or during a weekday, because Digimon, I'm pretty sure, aired every day of the week. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either, like, with a rerun or um, a new episode. And because I would have to alternate between watching Pokemon and Digimon, it was a very tumultuous time mm-hmm. in my life. But I remember having to ask somebody what Siege meant, and I think my mom just told me to look it up. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's 2000, you don't have anything to look it up on. I, I guess maybe you had a dictionary. I had house. a dictionary. Yeah, but dictionaries are heavy. I was like, heavy. Like, I'm going to get a paper cut. I'm still heavy. So, in this episode, we see um, Mimi being recaptured while Izzy uh, heads to the Fuji TV station where Myotis Man is, like, held up. Mm-hmm. Which, I just had, like, a revelation on Twitter that um, the Fuji TV station actually looks like this. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And we see, actually, like, there's a giant saw, like, a hand saw, like, in the ground. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was, like, a Digimon thing. No, there's really is that in Odaiba. So it's, like, it's, yeah. like, super accurate to the actual... Yeah, which is, like, crazy, because a, a lot of early 90s, or, like, 
Nine Weeks Anime in general, they would, like, pretend, especially the ones for kids, Mm -hmm. they would pretend that it was, like, America, but still, like, have Japanese text in the background. Yeah, but instead they actually, like, did... This takes place in Japan. uh, Digimon walked so GTA could run (laughs) with their hyper-realistic worlds. Was the first Grand Theft Auto out by this point? I don't know. I, the only one I've, I've ever played at all is Grand Theft Auto V, which is like an extremely, like, like two-scale replica of Los Angeles, basically. Okay. Which is, it's kind of crazy. Anyway. Um, I've never, um, GTA Mon, I don't know. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Mon. Um, honestly, Grand, Grand Theft Auto Mon sounds like the title of an episode of Digimon. It really, you know what, it yeah. does. So, um. It's like a weird, it's another weird, like, mechanical offshoot of Agumon. <laughs> Um, well, we have Mechanical Akumon. We have Metal Greymon. I know. I know. There's, yeah. like, another. Anyway, let's come back to the episode. Joe and TK are traveling back through the Odaiba Bay, and they find Wizardmon in the water, so he's not dead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought he was dead. But they are attacked by Mega Seijermon, who is not a mega-level Digimon. He's an ultimate-level Digimon. But they... Called him they, Mega Seijermon. They... They... Why? I don't know. Why do they do that? Because Bandai Namco do be doing stuff. <laughs> TK saves Joe and... Or Joe saves TK and Wizardmon, but is going to drown. And then Ikakumon digivolves into Zudomon. Hence the title in Japanese being Zudomon Spark. Why is it Spark? He doesn't have electricity, does he? He has a hammer. Like Does that spark, generate electricity? Like the sparks of a hammer. Oh, okay. There's like thunder and lightning like happening in the background of his Yeah, well, he, he, has, he has a vaguely like... Thor. Yeah, Thor, Thor kind of presence. We see in the Fuji TV area that Tai entrusts Kari to Matt before heading back towards the convention center to save their parents. Mm-hmm. But Phantomon follows Sora to them. Kari sacrifices herself and reveals herself as the eighth child in exchange for their safety. Sorry. Always sacrificing herself. Yeah, sure. I don't know. I wish she had more personality. Although I do, like, with the reboot, when they tried to make her seem autistic, I kind of enjoyed that take on her a little bit more. But I also kind of see it more in the original, too. She seems to have, like, a a barrier between being, like, socially aware, which could read as her being, like, innocent and light. But also, like, why couldn't someone who's autistic also be those things? So, in the next episode, is titled "Wizard Mon's Gift." The Japanese is "Perfects Attack Together." Sparkling Anjuwamon. I wonder what happens in this episode. Um, Wizard Mon comes to the Christmas party with a fruit cake, and everyone begrudgingly accepts it, even though no one really likes fruit cake, and that's his gift. Mm-hmm. And Anjuwamon is sparkling because um, of the tinsel. She's the hot girl. Well, yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. The Digidestined reunite at Fuji TV Station to fight Myotismon and Phantomon. Myotismon tries to kill Kari and Gatomon. But they're so little. Tries to kill Kari and Gatomon. It says this on Wikipedia. Tries to kill Kari and Gatomon. That's so weird. Just kill the, like, not even in, like, a Digimon way. Just, no, like, in a, in well, a... I mean, remember he killed Pumpkinmon and Gatsumon, and he killed the Dark Tyrannomon. Yeah. God bless our troops. Wizardmon then... Well, we also see Wizardmon, like, bond with TK and Matt's dad a little bit. Oh, oh yeah. That's... I I kind of just always felt, like, 
I don't know if you're like a big Digimon stan like I am, you probably know of uh, Karn EX on YouTube, and he did a whole. He did. He does a lot of videos of like partnering characters who don't have partner Digimon with partner Digimon, and I always kind of thought that like Matt's dad and Wizardmon. I'm into that. I don't know. I feel like they'd be like drinking buddies. Two daddies. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Or am I? But when Myotismon tries to kill Kari and Gachamon, Wizardmon sacrifices himself to protect them in one of the most devastating moments of my childhood. Now he's dead. <sighs> yes, now that he's was, dead. That was really that was probably the saddest part of the whole series for me. Yeah. The whole season. Alexa, play in the arms of the angel. I'm sorry to all of our listeners who have Alexa. Oh my god. Um, I'm sorry to all my listeners who have Alexa. Uh, I'm sorry too, but just because you have to deal with Jeff Bezos in your home. I'm sorry to this mon. This this podcast episode not sponsored by Amazon. Yeah, I, well, I mean, we're, uh, Spotify, Amazon? I don't know. No, Spotify's a separate thing. We're on Spotify. Spotify's like actually independent still, which is kind of wild. Distraught by Wizardmon's sacrifice, Kari causes Gachamon to digivolve into Anjuamon, which is the reveal of the Millennium. Yeah. Like, we already have this, like, similar kind of reveal with TK and Patamon. Yeah. But because, like, I mean, there was, like, 13 episodes of build-up to that, of Patamon digivolving into Anjuamon. Yeah, and it was, like, noticeable that, like, <laughs> all the other Digimon had digivolved several times, and Patamon was like, hi, hey, Patamon! But so. there's also, like... It's also, I don't know, it's just, it's just neat to see God. I, I think because there was, there was, like, stakes in that first Devimon arc where, like, they're trying to get back home. But this is, like, there's real-world stakes. Like, their parents have been kidnapped. Hundreds of children across Tokyo have been kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Like, um, the city is being blocked off from the outside world. Like, um, and the reveal of Anjouamon is first of all, it's a cooler digivolution sequence. Yeah, it's um, very cool. She's a girl boss. She is a Extra girl boss. For being a girl yeah. boss. My brother got me an Anjouaman figurine for Christmas. <laughs> Let's show the listeners. I'm just kidding. We can't show you. It's a it's an Which, audio medium, but we'll post it on our Twitter. Follow yeah. us on Two Gays Pod on Twitter. Yeah, if you're listening to this, you probably do follow us on Twitter. But if you don't, do if it. you listen to this, thank you. Yeah, if you if you listen to this, you deserve um, a little kiss goodnight. Yeah, a little, a little soft one on the on the forehead. Yeah, Gatamon, did you have into Anjouamon, um, help? Well, she first uses her like I think it's an attack, but in the American dub, I don't think it's like labeled as an attack. So I'm just gonna call it her feminine wiles <laughs> to um. You can you re- could call it that, yes. Revitalize all the other ultimate level Digimon and Anjouamon, and then they all use a combined attack. Which is, like, cool, because it's all, like, all the other Ultimates combined attacks that we've seen before. Then Anjouamon uses her Celestial Arrow to, um, destroy Myotismon. Yeah. However, is... a fog still remains above Odaiba. A dense fog. She's still performing. The fog is deep. She's doing This Is Me, and then it went straight into, um, Never Enough. She's really feeling her hopes. Oh, my God. Oh, I... Um... We really are two gays with a Digimon podcast. <laughs> We really live up to our name. What one thing I really like about this is, um, like by virtue of being Anjuman and Anjuman, like the story, like it kind of creates a pairing between Padaman 
and Gatamon, and mm -hmm. also, by extension, TK and Kari, and kind of helps bring their storylines closer together, which yeah, I like. This is where I feel like the shipping of TK and Kari really starts, and I, I wish Kari had more going on for me, but I just, I, I really love Anjouamon. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll see in the second season when I watch it, yeah. whether my opinion of Kari is like, Oh, yeah, she needs more character development or not. Because we only get her for, like, 20 episodes. Yeah, she has a lot of screen time, and uh, we'll see that a lot of it is dedicated to exposition. Yeah, there's also spoilers. A lot of it is her being, like, sick and unable to do stuff. Yeah. The next episode... So, we also see that Myotismon's mask is still around. Um, the next episode is called Prophecy. Or in Japanese, it's called Revival, the Demon Lord, Venom Vamdemon. <laughs> That's a cool name. I like that. Oh, I think Vamdemon is a dumb name. Well, I think... Vamdemon is literally a combination of vampire and demon. Which, like, it sounds cool, but once you learn the less the lore, like, I'm like, okay. Where Myotismon is, like, oh, from, like, a species name of bats. Venom Vamdemon is cool because of the alliteration. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do not prefer Venom Vamdemon as Myotismon's mega form. You prefer a different version? Yeah, there are other versions and like other like games and virtual pets and stuff okay. that I like better. I just think Venom Vamdemon. I mean, Venom Vamdemon obviously makes sense because he's like from the original series and he's. I don't know. But I, I like that my oldest man is like a cool, suave guy and maybe stays that way when he digivolves. So the next episode, we got a prophecy from Jedi, which uh, we have not seen Jedi in a couple episodes since they got back to the human world. So the prophecy is given to Izzy on his computer and it says, The sky will be darkened by the wings of many bats. The fallen people will invoke the name of the undead Digimon King, and when the clock strikes the hour of the beast, the undead king will reveal himself in his true form as the beast. Then angels will shoot arrows of hope and light at the loved ones who, of those who they've been sent to protect, and a miracle will happen. Please always recycle. Please always recycle. Yeah, that's like classic Digimon um, dub camp. Yeah. They're like, oh, in Japanese, this prophecy lasts an extra line. Mm -hmm. What can we add in? Um, recycle. Well, this is also, like, um, this is very foreboding for Digimon, I feel like. Because, like, Digimon's been kind of scary at some points. Like, Devimon was very scary. Nothing in the Edamon arc was very scary. Um, well, I think, actually, Skull Greymon was pretty scary. Oh, yeah, when they attacked him in the Coliseum. Mm -hmm. And, like, the fact that it was, like, a sweet little Agumon. Yeah, that was scary. Also, is that the arc where Izzy, like, loses his will to live? No, that's in the Myotis Monarch. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it's terrifying. But this is very, like, foreboding, and it clearly is about Myotis Mon. Okay, so the kids, after they get this prophecy, they're like, we don't know what this means. Because, you know, in typical Digimon fashion, something is presented to them as information that's important, and they're like, ooh. Yeah. Might as well go find another vending machine in the desert. But in this situation, it is a little bit warranted because they are concerned about their families. Yeah. And so they go off to find them to make sure they're okay. Joe, we finally get to see Joe go to his house. I feel like we have not seen Joe at home yeah, at I all. Yeah, so either. At his house, he only finds his brother, Jim. 
Very creative name. Yeah, Joe and Jim. Well, there always are those families that, like, every child has the same first letter. Yeah, and everyone, no offense if you're a family like that, everyone hates that. Everyone's like, go, stop. I just always feel like those kids are a little weird. Well, it, it's it's like, they're already siblings, they have enough in common, you don't need to, yeah. like, bond, bind them together by having similar names. Like, they can just be siblings and have that be okay. And, like, if it's two or even three, it's not too bad. But when it's, like, five, like, when it's... Kim, Chloe, Courtney, and the other ones. When you're Kylie. like when you're stretching to basically this is a call out for the Kardashians and also George Foreman. And the Duggars. And the Duggars. We have several things to call the Duggars out about. Yeah. But that's for a different podcast. Yeah, but we're censoring ourselves because we're hoping they'll sponsor us. The Duggars? <laughs> yeah. No, we need to, no. <laughs> no. I'm joking. We don't like no. Our show is called Two Gays and a Disney World Podcast. I know, World it's Podcast. called Comedy. Okay, but so Joe finds Jim, but they can't, their parents are nowhere to be found. So they probably got kidnapped by Bakemon. Once Joe returns to the group, um, they split up with one portion going to the convention center and the other trying to find a way through the thickening fog barrier. Into the thick of it? Into the thick of it. Joe and his brother, Jim, arrive at the convention center to talk about Joe's future career. And they talk about Joe's future career as a doctor, which seems to be something that Joe's father wants rather than Joe himself. Okay, so, spoiler alert, we're recording this second half of the audio way after the first half because um, technical difficulties. And so we thought we had the whole first season in the bag. We were ready to start recording season two. Um, And we see in season two that Joe is still studying to become a doctor. Yeah. So it's not like this conversation really changed him. So I wonder if it's slightly different in the original version. Because Joe seems to, like, kind of start to take what his brother is saying to heart. But he doesn't really take it to heart if he's still... I don't know. It's weird to me. For me. Yeah, it doesn't really line up. I really like Jim as he's one of, like, the, like, parent or, like, family figures that I really like. I wish got more screen time. Apparently, in a season two audio drama, Jim does get a Digimon partner. I would like to think he gets like Penguinmon or like Swimmon, like something <laughs> that is like also watery, like Gomuman. Like like After they clear the convention center, Mon's minions, the children find their parents in a deep sleep with the rest of the people from the district. Jim takes this opportunity to finish the conversation from earlier, telling Joe that he should be aiming for what he wants in life, even if his father doesn't approve. And Jim, who's also studying to become a doctor, takes charge to try to, like, help the parents. On the water, another group consisting of Gabumon, Padamon, Matt, and TK, and their father, um, they can't find any way through the fog. So they head back to the shore, only to be ambushed by a pack of Gizamon. Who I think are weird looking. They look like frogs with like razorbacks. Oh yeah. And they're like hairy. Yeah, I did love them. Mm-hmm. This is what I always found weird about Digimon designs is that like I'm a huge nerd and I've always been really into Pokemon and Digimon. And I um have made a bunch of like Digimon and Pokemon OCs. And in Pokemon, everything is like based off of animals or like rudimentary machines. Or stuff, and it's it's pretty much a one-to-one of, like, okay, we're going to exaggerate this certain feature of this animal, and that's going to make it into a Pokemon. But in Digimon, it really is that meme of, like, we're going to strap guns and belts and, like, stuff to it. But it always feels, that feels, like, too demeaning. 
Because it is, like, Digimon does do cool designs. And, like, we established earlier that, like, they are kind of heavily based on, like, 90s superhero comics. Where, like, everyone has pockets and zippers and <laughs> bulging muscles. So, I don't know. G- Gizamon is weird to me. I think we see Gizamon in season two as well. They retreat back to the nearby van, but it only worsens because the Gizamon tipped the van on its side. <laughs> Just when it seems like there's no way out, the Gizamon mysteriously vanish, the only clue to their disappearance being a cloud of bats. The first part of the ancient prophecy. Oh no. The sky will be darkened by the wings of bats. They're gonna have to recycle! There's no bat Digimon, really. Myotismon. But Myotismon's a vampire, and like, Demi-Devimon is like a little demon. But there's no like, just straight up bat. That's okay. No, I think we need one. I think a bat Digimon would be a great partner, Digimon. Bat. Bat. Back at the convention center, this is one of my favorite parts of the episode, um, of the series, to be honest, because um, we talked a little bit about before that Izzy is adopted, and that's kind of interesting, because like, I have two parents who are still together, and still alive, and they were that way when I was watching Digimon back in the 2000s, and I had never met someone who was adopted, really at that time. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really know what that was about. I also never met anyone from Japan at that time, so that was also something. And so Izzy's parents at this point start to uh, decide to reveal the truth concerning Izzy's adoption. Izzy had been denial about it, and then he kind of confesses that he is obsessed with the computers because of a result of his denial. Izzy and his parents seem closer than ever before. Um, This part makes me cry every time. (laughs) Uh, I love... Izzy's mom is the best mom in Digimon Adventure. Don't at me. Ty's mom is a close second. What about Mimi's mom? Mimi's mom is um, a white woman trying her best. <laughs> Which, honestly... Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Be the white woman you wish to see in the world. <laughs> Tentomon is nearby watching and is tearfully touched by this. I love Tentomon. I love Tentomon and Izzy's, like, part friendship. Yeah. Meanwhile, the people in the convention center suddenly begin chanting Myotismon's name, and that is the second part of the prophecy. Mm-hmm. This episode is spooky. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> we've only covered an episode and a half, so we're going to motor through this. I don't yeah. know, I really... Well, this is like the finale of this arc. This is the, like, Myotismon arc is the best arc in Digimon Adventure, bar none. Okay. Um, I'll take your word for it, because I have a whole second season. Yeah. Too. Um, from that they include... But for the, this season, I agree. Okay, so my, they're, they're starting to get together that Myotismon's gonna, like, reveal his true form, and, oh my gosh, the hour of the beast is upon us. 6, 6, 6. 6, 6 p.m., 6 Which seconds. is not 6, 0, 6. It's, it's, it's that yeah. 6, 0, 6, not 6, 6, 6. But you know what? But you know what? We didn't come to school to play math. What? No, I didn't come here to play school. Okay. It's a football um, I came here to Fisher Price. They make their way back to the TV station, a cloud of bats gathers, a flash of light, the clouds of the TV station reveals that the beast is Venom Myotismon. Just Myotismon, but big. But mega form, and like more demonic. Yeah. Akumon and Gabumon digivolve, but it's, they're they're not strong enough. We also see uh, Demi Devimon continue to bully them, so he's back, he's not dead yet. Mm -mm. But he dies (laughs) here. He's consumed by Venom Myotismon. Things are not looking great. They're not going to get everyone away from the convention center in time. Metal Greymon and Were Gururumon are not strong enough to beat Venom Myotismon. 
But then they remember that it's a prophecy. Yeah. Well, Gachaman remembers as a prophecy because Gachaman's the best character out of all the Digimon. Yeah, Gachaman's the smartest one. And she insists that only she and Patamon can go. So they get to Digivolve and join the fight. And Metal Greymon and Weregururumon are reverted back to their rookie forms after an attack from Venom Myogismon. Izzy can study the rest of the prophecy, and Anjuman and Anjuman must fire arrows of hope and light at Matt and Ty, because they are the loved ones of TK and Kari. And we get to see them warp Digivolve to War Greymon and Metal Gururumon, the resulting miracle. So the next episode is called The Battle for Earth. Okay. <laughs> um... It's called the Battle for Earth. Uh, you just decided to... But it decided to be Will Smith. Yeah. Ben Amiotismon is defeated after he exposes his weak point, which War Greymon and Metal Gururumon exploit. The fog clears to reveal the digital world reflected in the sky, and the Digestion realize that the boundaries between the both worlds have begun to intersect. Which is bad. Doing a bad. Um, Doing a bad. That's where we see, like, we see Kawagamon's ass again. Like, he's flying yeah. through the sky. <laughs> Just kind of being and a we see an airplane touch its wing, touch the digital world. Yeah, and it like and it turn it like breaks breaks, and so Bergeron has to go save the airplane because she's yeah, big. It's, it's kind of chaos. Yeah, um, kind of like going to Target on Black Friday to get the latest deals. You stop that. So they have to. They must go back to the digital world to set things right again. Mm-hmm. And we see some cheerful goodbyes from their families. We see, like, Sora's mom not want her to leave. We, again, don't get much from Mimi's parents. Jim, so I think, says something sassy about Joe and them, and then Izzy's mom tells him to shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, that's the end of the Myotismon arc. Yeah, I think that's the best arc. I think Myotismon's a good villain. Myotismon, I think, is the best villain. I think because he has the most going on. Yeah, I also think it just stands out more because they're in the real world, not the digital world. It, like, helps distinguish it from the other arcs. The stakes are higher because they're in the real world. Well, the stakes are higher, but also just, like, in the memory bank, right? It's, like, easy. It's it's a lot harder to confuse it with other arcs because, like, they're not in the middle of the desert or jungle. They're clearly in areas that are really well, like, researched and designed because they are realistic. Yeah. So we start the next arc um, called with the episode called Enter the Dark Masters. So the Japanese title of this episode, I actually like it. It's called The Four Kings of the Devilish Mountain, The Dark Masters. Which is our introduction to these new, the villains of this mm-hmm. new and final arc. Yeah. Um, I really, I don't like that the final arc has like four bad guys. It kind of feels like a... a mm-hmm. It kind of feels like it should be flipped with Myotismon. Yeah. Also, we see that... Um, so we just got the mega digivolutions of Agumon and Gabumon. Mm-hmm. War Greymon and Metal Gururumon. Yeah. This is the beginning of an unfortunate event in Digimon that most of the main cast doesn't ever get to achieve their mega level forms and are kind of sidelined in battles. Mm-hmm for the, like, latter half of seasons. It's not as bad in Adventure. It's not really a huge problem in Zero Two. In Tamers, all of the cat main cast gets to develop to Mega. But in Frontier, Season 4, it's a huge problem. <laughs> so, unfortunately, the precedent is set here. I kind of wish that the Dark Masters arc was a little longer than it is, because one is more Digimon. It feels rushed. And it feels rushed, and it would be cool to see some of the other kids get to Digivolve to Mega, 
Uh-huh. And, like, we haven't even seen um, Anjuman digivolve to his ultimate form yet. And he has a cool episode where he digivolves in this arc, but, like, wouldn't it have been cool if, like, Magna Anjuman, who is his ultimate form, spoilers, got to defeat Venom Myotismon instead of Wargreymon and Metal Gururumon? Yeah. So, because, I mean, Anjuman got to defeat Devimon, so. Yeah. But I guess Anjuman defeated Myotismon. He did air quotes. You can't see that because we're uh, uh, in an audio medium. This is an audio medium. He did air quotes on that. I am dumb. So as they return to the digital world, it's all dark. They return to what we assume is File Island, like just how they started. Mm -hmm. Um, But everything's dark and scary. And they encounter Chumon, um, the mouse-like Digimon that was infatuated with Mimi in the first arc. But Chumon is always with his friend Sukumon and we reveal that when the Dark Masters took over and they shifted the way the digital world is composited, Sukumon died. <laughs> he fell into a pit and died. And it's it's sad. It's sad. This is this uh, this arc, instead of like the stakes being raised because we're in the real world and like people are in real danger, it's sad because we're gonna see a lot of Digimon that we befriended in the first arc die. Yeah. It's not it's not the most like, it's, it's not Laren. It's not my favorite thing, but at least in this we know that since they're dying in the digital world, they'll be reborn. So the Digidestin face the Dark Masters who overpower their Digimon. And Chuman sacrifices himself to protect Mimi. Because yeah. she had been she had, had enough of Piedmon's bullshit. Yeah. Well, they come back and Chumon's like, everything's in chaos. Chumon explains to them what's mm-hmm. been going on. Yeah. Oh, I probably should have revealed the Dark Masters as well. They're, um, Piedmon, who's like a clown. Yeah. He gives, he has very, like, Pennywise energy. Yeah, and he's clearly, like, the leader. Yeah. I thought Piedmon was a woman, um, actually, when I first watched Digimon, because I desperately wanted more female Digimon. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also Metal Seedramon. Who's <laughs> just another giant serpent thing. Yeah, but... He talks like a surfer. Yeah. <laughs> Puppetmon, who is objectively... The best one. The most interesting out of the Dark Masters. Yeah, he he he's, he himself is a puppet, but he's also a... A puppeteer. Uh, yeah, yeah, a puppeteer. Like, he, he's made of wood, and he looks like Pinocchio, but he's got, like, those, like, crosses with the strings on him yeah. that you see, like, French puppeteers in old-timey movies. Yeah, he, um... In Japanese, it's called Pinocchimon. Yeah, and he can control, like, objects mm-hmm. and stuff. Which I kind of wish that they kept his name Pinocchimon. Yeah, that would have been... But then there's also Machine Dramon. Who's just, like, a big metal angry thing. Mm-hmm. I think he's kind of scary, though. He has a scary voice. Yeah. Um, he's just not the most interesting looking. Like, he's just kind of, like, exactly yeah, what you would expect, like, a kind of but Something dragon. called Machine Dramon yeah. to be called, look like. Yeah. So then... Um, so we, we enter, like... Pick... So mini arcs with e- where they have to defeat each four yeah. Dark Masters, so, starting with uh, Metal Seedramon. Well, first the kids escape after Chumon sacrifices himself with the help of Piximon. Yeah. And Piximon also sacrifices himself to let them escape. Yeah, so this is kind of the start of, like, their old friends and some, like, minor enemies from uh, earlier arcs coming back and being like, no, we're on your side now, please help us, because the Dark Masters are totally destroying us. Yeah. Don't forget, time travels different. Uh, time passes differently, so it's been like 
they were in the real world for like a week, maybe two weeks. I don't think they've been there for two weeks because a lot happened in the real world, and if that happened all in a week, I would be incredibly stressed. Yeah, so but like also, a, we lived through twenty twenty, so I don't know. Yeah, so like at least two weeks, maybe, which in the digital world is like years. Yeah. So it's been. It's been a long a time, time in the digital world. And so everyone else is like, mm-hmm. we need those kids to come back and help and us. And also, I think we talked about this in our previous recording, and I was I gave you a spoiler for a upcoming Digimon season, but mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if we wanted to watch it. In Digimon event... So, in, in this, it's implied to me that this is the first appearance of the Dark Masters... But in Digimon Adventure Try, and later on in this arc, we it was revealed that there was a group of Digidestined before Ty and his friends, and they couldn't defeat the Dark Masters or something. But right. to me, it wasn't clear that if it was the Dark Masters they fought. But we later see in Try that they did not defeat the Dark Masters, and their Digimon died. <laughs> or one of their Digimon died, and the rest of them got to Digivolve to Mega and, like, seal the Dark Masters away or something. It's unclear to me how these new villains keep popping up, which I think is, like, a flaw in this being, like, conveniently a cartoon for children. They, they conveniently wait until the other enemy is defeated to... Yeah. Because which, it like, be too I guess, overwhelming to attack at the same time. I guess it's kind of, like, what world powers do and stuff. Like, in, like, when, you, when you're telling, like, history. Did you mind as a metaphor for the Cold War? I would say, like, World War. Yeah. But, um, the next episode is called Seasick and Tired. Or the hardened king of the seas, Metal Seedramon. The kids escape Metal Seedramon's minion, Scorpiomon, where we see the most egregious instance of them being tricked, tricked by, by food. food, where they run into a burger stand on the beach. Yeah. Which the burger stand's made out of all... what? What are the burgers made out of? But we also see, um... oh, and just you know, they like grow meat in the ground. It's like from they the, grow meat in the ground. Yeah, it's like a it's like a thing from the the Digimon World games. I hate that. It's it's camp. Imagine you're like walking through a field and you accidentally step on like freaking roast turkey. That's just a graveyard, baby. What? What? I didn't say it was cooked meat in the ground. Okay, so Metal Seedramon. But we also saw before that that this beach was the beach they got to in the second episode of the series because we see, like, charbroiled telephone booths. Oh, right. So we meet uh, Seedramon's minion, Scorpiomon, in the English dub. In the original, it's Animalokarimon. I can understand why they changed it to Scorpiomon, even though he's not a scorpion. Yeah. Scorpio Man just seems like a, a guy who's like trying to do his best, <laughs> and we even we even I don't know I got a little bit attached to him because he was kind of funny, and he gets killed by Metal Seedramon because he fails to uh, capture the kids even though they were right in his trap except for like Sora or somebody. I can't remember. So yeah, I don't remember either. But for some reason, somebody is like not. I think it's actually only a couple of them. I think it's like three of them. Yeah, so, I don't know. Watch anyway, the, watch, the, same watch the thing, show. The same thing that happened, like, four times earlier in the season. They get tricked by food, um, and they're caught in a trap, and they get rescued. Mm-hmm. The, the building's, like, burning down. Mm. Which, I guess, like, it annoyed us when we watched this. Well, it annoyed you a lot when we watched it for the first time. But now, looking back on it, Okay, so they've gone through this whole experience where they did the whole digital world thing. Mm-hmm. Then they went back to the real world and, like, had high stakes and, like, defeated Myotismon. Mm-hmm. 
saved the human world and now they're back in the digital world and something that would have really gotten them in the first arc like a burger stand would have totally like they, they all would have been trapped yeah it didn't get all of them and it didn't even really work that well so like no. so i guess they were kind of it, it did show that like oh that old kind of trickery is not going to work on them anymore yeah, I, that's fair. Mm-hmm. The the most interesting part of this to me is actually that Metal Seedermon like has like a really domineering relationship over a Scorpiomon. Mm-hmm. Like it's a very like like you're not only are you my worker but you're my servant, and like he feeds him, he's feeding him like shells or something, like clams, clams, yeah. yeah, and it's like working, but he like threatens to withhold his pay basically for no reason. Like it's very it's a very uh, that's, interesting that's, that's like part where Scorpiomon just wants to share his clams with Metal Seedramon and I'm like oh And Metal Seedramon's like a dick about it. And then he kills Scorpiomon because the kids escape. Yeah. So like it it kinda shows that the it's kinda similar to like the whole I mean the black gear situation is much more explicitly like they don't want to do this. They're being controlled by the you know mm-hmm. technology. But this kind of shows, once again, like, there are some that are subservient only because that's all they know. Like, they're not inherently, like, I want to hurt these kids. Yeah, it's just, they're like, like Metal Seedramon's my boss. So they're subservient because the other Digimon are stronger than them. Yeah. So they they attempt to escape by sea on Ikakumon, or Zudomon. Mm-hmm. Doesn't work. <laughs> they're stopped by Metal Seedramon. And then the next episode begins, and it is called Under Pressure. Pressure under pressure, drip, 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 will never stop. We watched it. Whoa. Waymon, uh, under attack from Elisigermon, Waymon comes to the Digestion's rescue and flees to the bottom of the ocean. I like Waymon. I like Waymon a lot. Yeah, we talked about him before, but I still like him. Yeah, Waymon is, he's good. He's good, 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 good soup. Mm -hmm. Um... It looks like they're gonna get away, but they are found by Metal Seedramon and his army of Divermon. Mm Mm-hmm. Waymon and Zudomon destroy the Divermon while WarGreymon battles Metal Seedramon. And we learn that um, WarGreymon has the power to destroy Metal Seedramon with his Draymon Destroyers, which are like his gauntlets. Mm-hmm. So he is like super effective against any Digimon that ends in Dramon. <laughs> this episode ends and then the next episode starts with Waymon sacrificing himself while saving War Greymon. Yeah. This is the saddest of the sacrifices I think outside of, outside of in this arc. Outside of like the Wizardmon one. Yeah. Well there's one I another one that I think is really sad too. Um Waymon's sacrifice allows War Greymon to defeat Metal Seedramon. The Digidestin proceed to Puppetmon's forest, but not before Mimi as creating a grave site for all of their dead friends. Yeah, like a memorial. Because mm-hmm. she's the one being most affected by all of these deaths. Yeah, and, she's and we like... kind of see that, like, this character, this is a lot of character growth from Mimi. Because mm-hmm. in the beginning, when they were at File Island, she was very selfish and self-centered. Um, still had a good heart underneath, but was um, not really concerned about the needs of others. And now we see her being very, like, emotionally devastated by all of the loss. And Ty is not being his most sensitive. (laughs) No. No, Mimi is full-on, like, flower power. Like, we need to stop the violence. The violence. But, um, well, I don't know. Mimi knows that they need to fight to defeat the Dark Masters, but she's just upset that... 
Yeah. They're losing all their friends along the way. Yeah. And Ty's like, well, whatever. Ty's like, Ty's, we, a dick. Ty's like, we don't have time to stop and, and mourn the loss. We need to keep going. Which is dumb because they spend like seven hours a day just walking. Mm-hmm. And Matt kind of tells Ty that he's being a dick. Yeah. The Matt-Ty conflict mm-hmm. ramps up this... Well, Although I, I don't know I if think it's super this, well done. I think this is where the Matt Ty shipping really gets in its, oh my God. its gears going. I I think the Matt Ty conflict that will emerge over this arc is kind of comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Where it, like Matt it feels like they've been over it. Matt has justifications for why he's mad at Ty, mm-hmm. but the show doesn't really actually state them or explore them. It just becomes a thing of like Matt gets really pissed off. Well, I to me it felt like especially upon this like seven three watch that um Matt's feelings were valid maybe in the beginning of the season, but mm-hmm. now they're like, it's been a long time and we've kind of established that Matt and Ty are friends. Yeah, they and just stuff. being friends. I guess it's, I guess it's kind of like we said with the trap thing that like, okay, they, this would have been an insecurity that Matt had in the beginning and picking on their, inse- well, we'll, we'll get to that. Part. Yeah. So um, now that Weemon sacrificed himself, we're in the forest, which is the domain of Puppetmon. Puppetmon, yeah. Who is... He talks um, like this, kind of. Hey, I'm Puppetmon! Puppetmon... Talks um, like Waluigi. He, mani- he was able to manipulate the forest and separate the digestion, which causes Matt to become very protective of TK. Yeah. Which is something that we saw a lot in the beginning of the season, but now TK has been able to handle himself more. Yeah. But we're seeing some regression in character growth from Matt. Which I think is interesting because like, character growth is not like a steep in like steep um, ladder mm-hmm. that we want it to be. It is like it's up and down and yeah. circles and it's all around. I'm like doing a lot of hand gestures, but um, this is an audio medium. But you get the idea. Yeah. So Puppetmon separates them by putting TK in like his playhouse. Puppetmon forces TK to play a deadly game of hide and seek in exchange for everyone else's safety. Which Matt is like, what the fuck? Yeah. Puppetmon just wants to play and have friends, honestly. Yeah, Puppetmon, deep down, is really lonely. Yeah. Because he also feels like... He he knows that the other Dark Masters think he's annoying as hell. Yeah. But TK uh, tricks Puppetmon and destroys his control room that allows him to control the forest. And escapes. And the other... Uh, Digi-Destined defeat Puppetmon's henchman Kiwimon, and Matt just comes, becomes discouraged seeing that TK has escaped without his help. Which I can kind of, like, get Matt. But I feel like Matt not being able to, um, process that he doesn't have to be, like, as protective as an older brother is weird, because I feel like that should have happened already. Maybe it's because their their parents are divorced, and like they haven't had time for all of the like oh. connections. Because we we see we yeah. saw them they're like, split up. They're ones with each parent. Yeah, we're so we saw Matt in the beginning was like very protective of TK, but didn't like quite know how to be a big brother. Yeah, I think that's a good angle. I think you're getting yeah. You're on and something. then like we saw Matt and TK kind of bond, especially over the tragic death of Gatsumon and Pumpkinmon. Yeah. And then we see them now where, like, Matt's like, okay, I know how to be a big brother TK and I have a connection, but I don't need to be as protective anymore because TK is growing up. So the next episode is called Trash Day. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Puppetmon orders Garbagemon to attack the Digidestined. So Puppetmon is like, there's like a species of Digimon called Puppet type Digimon. Okay. And that's like Monzaemon and all those other ones. So like, it's interesting that Puppetmon is also ordering around like garbage Digimon. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this episode, this fight with Garbagemon, Mimi has had enough. Yeah. And she just takes the fucking um, pile of garbage that Garbagemon threw at her, grabs it and throws it right back. Yeah. Which um, causes Palmaj to kind of panic and Digimon to Lilymon to try to save the day. Yeah. At least she has gloves. Yeah. Matt withdraws from the battle. Yeah, because he's like, mm-hmm. fuck this. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not going to say fucking her, but he's like, screw this. Well, I already said it, so it's fine. Okay. And he kind of goes into the forest, uh, I think pretty much after having a fight with Ty, and Matt meets Cherrymon. Yeah, who's like a big tree with a face. He's basically the Great Deku Tree. But, but cherries. But evil. Mm. Yeah. So um, the Great Deku Tree. No, I'm just kidding. Cherrymon convinces Matt that he has to defeat Tai, who is, according to Cherrymon, the source of Matt's self-doubt. Yeah, which um, seems like that wouldn't be self-doubt, then, if it's coming from someone else. Well, Tai being so great and beloved means that Matt isn't. So, like, that's, like, causing Matt's inner mechanizations of his mind. Matt needs to be the center of attention at all times, apparently. I don't think that's the case. I think it's that Matt, that Cherrymon is manipulating a young child into thinking yeah. that his friend is... I, I think that Digimon is deeper than you're giving it credit for. Oh, yeah. Um, I just, I think Matt's being a brat this arc, essentially. Yeah, Matt returns to Digidestin and demands a fight with Ty. Meanwhile... Well, hold on. I want to I wanna go on further, because I don't, I don't hate Matt as a character. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of this arc is Matt doing the trope, which I hate most of all in all of media, fiction, whatever, which is the, like, I don't want to, I don't care what you have to say. I'm angry for this reason and nothing you can say can change it. And there's, like, a very reasonable explanation. Like, he he wants nothing to do with anyone being, like, well, we're working together as a team to, you know, do this and do that. Matt is fully just, like, I don't care. I'm mad. I'm, I'm so self-assured in the fact that I'm mad and justified in, be, in feeling that way. That I'm not even going to let you say a single word. And that's going to be the conflict of the next eight episodes. Or whatever. Yeah. Which is my least favorite thing. Because A. No one really does that in real life. No one's like literally like yelling. Like. I don't know. if, if And if you. Do, if someone does do that. They're. I don't know. I just think it's a lazy narrative device. Um, to be like. Oh. Actually what you saw was not this thing. It was. This other thing that has a very benign explanation. Well, I'm not going to listen to you. It's it's just it's, I hate it. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's more supposed to be sad because we've seen such a lot of character growth from that, and now we're seeing like a big regression. Yeah. Um, and I think that um that's just kind of sad in general. Yeah. Um, I like that tie for a change is kind of, like, not the, like, progenitor of conflict, where, like, it's an outside force manipulating Matt to have all this self-doubt and self-deprecation, mm-hmm. where, like, Ty is being an asshole by not, like, taking time to assess his group's needs. Ty is a great leader. Yeah. But we also see this... This, unfortunately... Like... 
like I said before, I, I want to see, I would like to see more from the kids other than Matt and Ty. Um, so, like, I would have loved to see, like, even though we just got Zudomon, I would have liked to have seen Vikemon appear in this, in the, the defeating Metal Sujermon. And, like, and maybe in this part, I would like to see, like, um, Lily, uh, Lilymon did jump up to Rosemon. Like, I, w- I would like to see some of that, um, action here, but... Yeah. Even just, if we got to see more of our third leader of the group, Sora, be more of the social leader, which is, like, we see her kind of trying to be, but the arc really is focused a lot on this conflict, especially right now, is focused on this conflict between Matt and Ty. Yeah. Um, so, meanwhile, after Ty, uh, Matt demands Ty fight him... Yeah, so Matt returns to the group and just, like, challenges Ty. Um, we see Cherrymon be killed by Puppetmon after warning him not to underestimate that the advantage that the Digidestin have over him. Yeah, Cherrymon's like, be careful, those kids are strong, and Puppetmon's like, you don't know what strong is, you don't know what I'm capable of, well, so I'm no, gonna kill you. Puppet, he says that first, and then he says that the Digidestin have an advantage that Puppetmon does not have. But we don't know what it is yet. But I think it's... Imp- do we know? We don't know what it is yet. Okay. So the next episode is called The Ultimate Clash. Tensions run high as a fight breaks out between Matt, Ty, and their Digimon. As in, um, Agumon and... As in War Greymon and Metal Gururumon. Yeah, they start fighting. Which, like, is so dumb, because, like, it's the fucking... It's the most powerful of forms of the Digimon. It's, I don't know. It, this is very, like, mask vibes. It's like... A fight fight. They're not, like, arguing. They're, like, punching and rolling on the ground and stuff like that. Yeah, which, I mean, that's just fueling the shipping meter. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, we can ship and not have it be sexual. Um, especially in the second season where, like, there's, they're going on, like, they're going on dates. Not with each other, but with other people. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, while this masculinity fight is happening, Kari's body is taken over by a strange entity. <laughs> So, here's where we start to see Kari doesn't have any agency. Kari is just a plot device. A little bit. And this um, exposition entity explains why these specific children were chosen, um, why these Digimon were chosen, how Gachamon got separated from the group, and we see Piedmon was a part of it, we see Jedi, Hot Jedi mm-hmm. was, um, they, they like, had these Digidestin Digimon partners ready with their tags and crests, and everyone was supposed to get everything at the same point, but Piedmon attacked and got the crests, and then Jedi was able to escape with the Digi-Eggs, but he wound up dropping Gatomons by accident. Which is why Gatomon wasn't with Kari from the beginning, mm-hmm. like the rest were. Now that they know kind of the whole history and what's at stake... With the Dark Masters, um, which, I mean, they kind of already knew, Matt leaves the group. Yeah, Matt runs off. Well, then also Mimi and Joe leave. Mimi is upset from all the conflict, and so she decides to leave as well. But then Joe decides to accompany her because he doesn't want to leave Mimi by herself. Yeah, which is sweet. This is, like, the best Joe... This is Joe's best moment. Oh, I, I loved Joe from the jump... I think Joe is great. Joe is the kind of kid that I would like to, like, teach. Mm-hmm. Where he's very smart. Um, clearly can get stuff, but he's also, like, he's got some growing to do with, like, some of his social skills. Yeah. Well, but I'm But saying... now he sees that Mimi doesn't need protection because Joe has to be responsible. 
Joe is going to go with Mimi because Mimi is his friend and she needs help right now. Yeah, I was gonna say this is I think Joe's most like character development. Well, I think I think maybe we see maybe this is the result of his conversation with his brother mm-hmm. that he doesn't need to do anything to impress his parents. He needs to do things to be his own man. Yeah. The rest of the digestion continue their journey to fight the Dark Masters. Uh, the next episode is called Edamon's Comeback Tour. Mm-hmm. He's back. Guess who's back? This was... Oh my god, we're back again. This was pointless. I thought this was dumb. This was a Edamon, dumb... This was dumb. Edam- this was a waste of time. Basically, we'll, we'll power through this episode because it's dumb. Well, Joe, it's not, Joe it's and, not entirely dumb. It's not entirely... Okay, so Ogremon's hurt, so Joe Well, and, we see that Joe and Mimi rescue Ogremon. Yeah. This is the beginning of an important arc for Mimi, I think. Yeah, where Ogremon's injured, and they, like, patch him up, they give him a little sling, and he's like, Oh, you guys are actually so nice! And then Metal Edamon, Edamon shows up as Metal Edamon to attack them for no reason, and they kick his ass. Um, and someone shows, someone else comes back, uh, Leomon. Well, no, we see Metal Edamon is gonna fight Joe and Mimi. Mm-hmm. That's the end of that part. Then we see Ty's group infiltrate Puppet Mon's mansion with the help of his two playmates, Daramon and Floramon. Mm-hmm. You love Daramon. I do. He's a cute little penguin man. Yeah. Um, and they keep Puppetmon at bay with his own cannon. In the next episode, Ogremon's Honor, Saber Leomon uh, rescues Joe and Mimi from Metal Edamon. Yeah. So we see that it is Leomon who, have, after having been exposed to the light of the Digivice, was able to warp Digivolve to his mega form, Saber Leomon. But they are found again by Metal Edamon. But first... They wind up in Digitamamon's diner. Yeah, they're back in the diner. Where Joe was... Joe and Matt were in the beginning of the Myotis Monarch. Yeah. Um, and this is where we see, like, yes, some parts of this are File Island, some parts of this are other parts of the digital world that we were in before. Mm-hmm. Um, because everything's kind of been messed up by the Dark Masters. We also meet Otamamon and Gekomon, who were two of Mimi's servants when she was Princess Mimi. And we learned that Shogun Gekkoman has also been killed by the Dark Masters. Mm-hmm. And so, Otamamon and Gekkoman agree to follow Mimi wherever she goes, because she is their princess. Um, which is very sweet. Um, and it made me cry a little bit. I, yeah. love, I love Mimi so much. Yeah. But Mela Edamon finds the group, and Mimi still does not want to fight, especially because Ogremon is injured. Ogremon does. Ogremon wants to fight Leomon. Ogremon's ready to go. Ogremon's gonna protect his honor. But um, I think in this episode we see a little arc from Ogremon, where he like kind of learns that maybe it's not always about fighting, and sometimes we have to run away. Metal Edamon attacks Joe and Mimi. Leomon digivolves to Saber Leomon. At the same time, we see Puppetmon battle the Digidestined, and things are looking okay. Like they're doing all right. Yeah. Back with Joe and Mimi. Metal Edamon critically injures Saber Leomon, and he dies. Yeah. For, but... like, the second time. No, never mind. Leomon didn't die originally. No. No. Um, I don't know why I thought this that. Is the, this, is the, this is the other death besides Waymon that I thought was really, really sad in this arc. Yeah, well, because Leomon seemed like he was, like, the... He, he's like Aslan in Chronicles of Narnia. Like, he's yeah. not just because he's a lion, but because he's, he's like, the Christ figure. He's mm-hmm. like, the, yeah, he's like the Christ figure. He's like the moral center. He's like the strongest yeah. ally they have. Oh, we also saw him, like, be corrupted by Devimon and then, like, 
get be good again, and then be recorrupted again, and then be good again. Yeah. And um, he he was he was the original exposition monster where like he just kind of dumped all the lore of the Digidestin on them in the first arc. Yeah. Um, and we see him kind of say a goodbye to Ogremon. And we Mimi immediately wants to go to Primary Village because that's where the Digimon will be reborn, and so she wants to go and find Leomon and Waymon and Chumon and all the other Digimon. And Ogremon tells her that the Dark Masters destroyed Primary Village, so they can't be reborn yet until the yeah, Dark Masters which are is, that's defeated. That's scary. Um, and that's kind of when Mimi is like, well. We have to go and destroy the Dark Masters, but her and Joe are going to go get reinforcements. Meanwhile, we see Peppermon has escaped the fight with the Digestion, but he is destroyed by Matt and Metal Gururumon. And we hear Cherrymon's whisper on the wind that the thing that the Digestion have that he didn't was friends. Which correlates because that's Matt's crest, his friendship. Yeah, that is kind of sad. That's why I also like Peppermon. I feel like he's more of a... Mm-hmm. Puppet Mon had just like well we saw metal all metal Cedramon did was kind of like everyone else is just evil. Puppetmon actually has trauma. Well, well, also metal Cedramon had two episodes. Two episodes, and Puppetmon has one, two, three, four, five until he is defeated. Yeah. Um, Ty's group decides to uh, fight the remaining Dark Masters. The next episode is called My Sister's Keeper. I like I also like I like how that's framed as like a new decision. Like, oh I guess we should keep fighting. Like off like that well, was they're their... like, do we move on or do we go look for Joe uh, and yeah, yeah. Mimi and Right, okay, them. yes, that makes sense. Um Kari falls ill and Ty becomes really hysterical as he is he search for medicine. Um, here we learn that Ty almost resulted in Kari's death by being making a selfish decision and forcing her to go outside when they were children when she was critically ill. Ty Anti-masker. Oh my god. Alright, we're gonna keep going. <laughs> However, the Digidestin learn well, uh, they're in a city, mm-hmm. but they're a little, a little too late that this city is run by Machine Dramon. Yeah. And it's like, kind of... Yeah. Um, who is tracking them as they're looking for medicine in the city for Kari. They left behind Sora because she's a girl mm-hmm. to take care of them. And TK because... Yeah, so they find themselves in, like, a mansion. And no, then... they're in a city. Like, it is yeah, a, mansion a mansion in the, the city. city. And then Ty and Izzy leave the rest. Mm-hmm. So they, the rest, they, so Sora, TK, and Kari are staying behind in the mansion. Um, and Ty and Izzy are in the city looking for medicine. Yeah, and they find the medicine, and Ty reveals his past trauma and guilt over almost letting Kari get really sick and die. Yeah. Ty and Izzy return and are nearly killed by a Megadramon and Gigadramon, but they are saved in Anj- by Anjuman. Because mm-hmm. um, they thought that the kids were in the mansion still, and it got blown up. Yeah, the mansion gets, they come back to the mansion and it's blown up. <laughs> and they're like, oh no! And yeah. then Anjuman, they got out in time. Yeah, Sora saw, um, Sora knew something was up and got the, Sora uh, was Sora's like, smart. just do everything myself, these idiot boys. Yeah, Sora's like, maybe we shouldn't stay in the one building that looks distinctly different than everything else around us. Yeah. Unfortunately, Machine Dramon fires at the building that the kids are in, sending them to, to the sewers below. Which is a little bit weird, because like, three of their... F- Four Digimon can fly. Yeah, but plot. Um, and they find someone cool in the sewers. Yeah. 
The next episode is called The Crest of Light. In the Japanese, it is called... Don't say that. That's a spoiler. Okay. So, Kari recovers, um, and she is in the sewer with Tora. Uh, with Tora yeah, they got the With Sora and TK. Um, and they begin searching for the others. They encounter Waru Manzeman, who is forcing the Numamon into slave labor. Yeah, it's like a sweatshop. Yeah. And they have little, like, chains around their eye stalks. Yeah, it's very... It's... It's, <laughs> it's so sad. It's so sad. But Her... Kari's the one who's most upset about this. Yeah, and Kari's crest begins to glow. And her crest re-energizes the Numamon. Yeah, and they kind of get the motivation to, like... Ty and Izzy are also in the sewers, and they are being followed by a mysterious Digimon. More than later. Kari, with her crest of light, overpowers Waru Manzeman. Yeah, well, she motivates the... And she motivates the Numamon to, like, re- strike. <laughs> Demand labor rights. Yeah, she organizes a labor rebellion. This is where we would put in the, like, Soviet Union communist anthem thing that everyone does if we had that. We can do that anyway. We can, we can put in some music from Les Mis. I want to get copyright. Uh, Are they communists know. in Les Mis? I've never seen Les Mis. No, they're, like, rebelling against the bourgeoisie. Okay. Ty and Izzy are found by Andromon. Yeah, our old friend from the Their maze. old friend from the... The pyramid. N- no, from the um, factory on File Island. Oh, yeah, the factory. Um, once they are reunited, I think it's implied that Datamon, who was the one from the pyramid, kind of, like, fused with Edamon, and that's why he became Metal Edamon. Oh, okay. And everyone, they all reunite. Yeah, he's not, like, evil. He's on their side again. He's on their side. They battle with Machine Dramon. The Numamon sacrificed themselves in big numbers to save Kari. Yeah. And War Greymon destroys Machine Dramon. Yeah. So but that's... it is a cool moment because it like he like goes to like attack Machine Dramon and then he like lands behind Machine Dramon. He digivolves back into Koromon and it looks like I think Machine Dramon even says something. And then it, Machine Dramon just falls apart because he was sliced in half by Metal yeah, by War Greymon. Yeah, very cool. Um, and the um... the Japanese title of this episode is called Farewell Numamon. Yeah, which is why I didn't have you read this because I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's kind of weird. They would call it that. I just I love the Numamon. I think they're so funny. Yeah. And I and I, it is very sad to me. It is a little bit weird to me that they were so involved with Mimi. Mm-hmm. Yet they are not... Mimi's not a part of this episode. Yeah. So, I guess those hoes weren't loyal to Mimi. Oh my god. Not like Gekkoman and Otamamon. The next episode is called Joe's Battle in the English version. In the Japanese, it's called The Battle Between Women, Lady Devimon. (laughs) I love this episode. Yeah. Joe goes off on his own to find Matt. We also see that Mimi's group numbers have increased. She's yeah, got, Mimi and Joe are now commanding like an army of. Well, it's not an army; it's a small group, because they've got um, Ogremon, Gekkomon and Otamamon, Frigimon, Maramon, and they hear Matt's harmonica playing, so they go to find him. Turns out it's being played by. I don't remember. Your boy. I don't remember. Alekmon. Oh yeah. Alekmon, who has been despawned after the, probably by the primary village being destroyed. All yeah, of his so children nothing, are dead. Yeah, now he has nothing to do. Um, so play harmonica. He agrees to, he tells 
uh, the crew where Matt went mm-hmm. and agrees to join their fight against the Dark Masters. Yeah. So now Joe is like, okay, Mimi has protection mm-hmm. with this group, so I can split off and go find Matt and try and become the glue that brings everyone back mm-hmm. together. Ty's group encounters Lady Devimon, one of Piedmon's servants. And she's sexy. Oh, she's the best. She's played by the same voice actress who plays um, Bergeron and Garudamon. Yeah. So she has a very deep voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is one of... I think this is the first thing I showed you from Digimon, was the fight between Anjouamon and Lady Devimon. It might have been. Because they have great back and forth. Yeah, with, they like, just sing each other back and forth. We're like... Um, she grabs Anjouamon by the hair and she's like, never did like this bleach look. Yeah. <laughs> she calls her Goldilocks. Ty, Ty's group encountered Lady Devimon, remember, while looking for... Well, they're looking for Piedmon and Lady yeah. Devimon is one of Piedmon's servants. Yeah. Um, but my point is that they're now on to the fourth and final Dark Master. So Piedmon. Izzy, Kari, and Ty on their Digimon as well as Andromon stay and they and Anjouamon goes back and forth with Lady Devimon. Mm-hmm. Um, and this fight is much more camp than the Anjumon versus Devimon fight. <laughs> and they eventually defeat Lady Devimon. And then Sora and TK are sent to locate the rest of the missing Digidestined. After Lady Devimon's defeat, Piedmon begins to slowly approach the group. Yeah. Mm. From, like, afar. <laughs> He's just... Menacingly. Menacingly. Um, so now we're really in the final stretch. Yeah, we only have, like, three more episodes left. We've, yeah. With four. Yeah. Well, the um, last, like, one is stupid, so. No, I love the last one. Or the second and last one is stupid. No, they're both, they're both kind of dumb, but I love, I love the ending of the series. Yeah, anyway, so we'll, let's keep going. So the next episode is called The Crest of Friendship. Piedmon begins to battle Wargreymon and Andromon. Um, Matt falls into a literal cave of depression. Mm-hmm. And he escapes once he confronts his feelings with the help of Gabumon. Gabumon, this is Gabumon gives him a great speech. Yeah, I love Gabumon. Joe, TK, and Sora all you kind of meet up when they're looking for Matt. Sora falls into her own cave of depression, but we already thought we conquered Sora's trauma. Yeah. Um, but I guess, you know, trauma is not defeated in one easy step. No. You know, it takes time. Um, they return with the rest of the... With Joe. Matt makes up with Ty, which activates his crest of friendship. Friend. And with all of the Digidestined, save for Mimi, mm-hmm. United, both War Greymon and Metal Gurumon pa- prepare to battle Piedmon. Here we go. The next episode is Piedmon's Last Jest. Uh, I would like to say that the previous episode was called Piedmon, the Clown from Hell, in Japanese. <gasps> a scandal. Um, Piedmon turns the Digidestined in- Digimon into doll keychains in a way that is terrifying. Yeah, like they're Pi- like they're all chasing Piedmon, or they're all running away from Piedmon, like one by one or like two at a time. They're getting turned mm-hmm. into keychains, and it's not like like it's we, not the way you'd expect. It's we, not like it's we, not like we, Izzy we, and Tentamon. No, like it's like obviously since Wargreymon and Metal Gurumon were actively fighting Piedmon, they get turned into it first, and then yeah. it's like Ty and Matt, but then it's like Joe. And like Tentamon. And Beomon. Yeah. Or like Garudamon or something. It's random combo, so yeah. everyone's getting split up real fast. And we see it's just down to TK and Kari and Patamon. Yeah. So the and three weakest out of the whole group. They are like running, they reach a balcony. There is a rope leading up to the sky for them to take to escape. Yeah. Because Piedmon's like a clown, so everything's like kind of weird. TK doesn't know what to do. Kari is like falling to like her doom. And he imagines Matt giving him advice. Yeah. Which 
reactivates, like reinvigorates his hope and activates his crest. Anjuman finally digivolves into Magna Anjuman, who's got, who's also sexy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he saves the rest of the digestion. And this is when a uh, great fight starts because we see that Mimi and her whole crew, including Unimon and Coagamon and like all these other Digimon that they've encountered before, come and help them defeat Piedmon's army of Vilemon. And with the help of Wargreymon and Metal Gururumon, Magna Anjuman sends Piedmon into his gate of destiny, never to be heard from again. Yeah. Damn. But they are unable to celebrate their victory. Because there's another. <laughs> because there's a surprise villain at the end. This that is, we kind of saw. We kind of saw Jedi and Centaurumon talk about this in a previous episode briefly, um, where there is an enemy from behind the firewall. Um, this is this is the worst. Because it feels yeah. like they needed one more episode. Because it, this... it feels like they were greenlit for fifty four episodes and they didn't have enough time. Yeah. Maybe they could have. Um, you know, threw in some mega evolutions for the other kids, but I don't know. Yeah. I guess not. No. So, the Digidestins are catapulted into a world of complete darkness, where they are facing Apoclemon, who is just, like, he's not, he's not, like, a great final bad guy, because he says a lot of silly things, like, why do you get the pizza when I only get the crusts? Yeah, it's, it's, it's so weird. There's so many weird mm-hmm. decisions about, I, I, like, hate, this is my least favorite episode. The dig- um, and the fact that it's, like, the last villain... But during the battle, Apoclemon destroys their crests yeah. and deletes them from existence. Yeah. Which, like, their parents are still watching them fight. They, they can see everything? The parents can see everything. But time works differently, so, like, how does that work? Well, because it's only been a few minutes in the human world. Yeah, but are they seeing it at, like, super speed, or, like, what's... I don't know. I don't I know. I guess it's just... I guess it's It's, it's like, show. it's anime. Yeah. And... He deletes them and they're Digimon. And then they're in like this like free floating data space. Mm-hmm. Um, not quite the digital world, not quite the human world. And their Digimon encourage them to continue fighting. Yeah, I. This whole thing um, is like. I like this as kind of like a final thing, but to me, this should have been in like the negative space. Where Piedmon's... Yeah, like, like the, the idea of having all of them, like, have, like, a mm-hmm. motivational, like, one-liner to get yeah. them to fight back is, it is fine. It is, it's all of the build-up in this episode. It to is get to that, kind no of sense. interesting that Apoclemon can use the attacks of every other bad guy that they fought before. Yeah. And that's kind of cool. I think that if Apoclemon didn't have any silly lines, if there had been some kind of hint or build-up to Apoclemon from the beginning of the Dark Masters arc. Yeah. I also think that we binge-watched this on Hulu. So, um, watching week from week to week or watching each episode in a 10-minute part on YouTube, it led to a lot like more... Like the pioneers intended. Yeah. It led to a lot more build-up for Apoclemon, but it still does feel very weird. Yeah, it's... Um, Everything I forgot he was called Apoclemon. That's how like insignificant mm-hmm. of a story arc this episode actually is. I also think that the the episode on Hulu's listing is called Enter Apoclemon. I don't remember, but what it said the episode Hulu. is called Now Apoclemon, a play on Apocalypse Now. Yeah. So they have this pep talk with the Digimon. They realize that the power of their crest was inside them all along. Mm-hmm. They didn't need the physical mm-hmm. thing. And they return 
they regain their will to fight and return to the digital world to confront Apoclemon. All right, the final episode. The final episode is good. The fate of two worlds. The Digidestin defeat Apoclemon and save both digital and real worlds. Mm-hmm. The digital. And that happens like in the first like two minutes. Like, yeah, it's not really. The second, the second, the majority of the episode is focused on the digital world beginning to reformat, and since time in both worlds is now synchronized. Yeah. Instead of being off. The Digidestined have two hours to return to their world, or else the portal will close forever and they will cease to exist. So it's a lot of, like, goodbyes. It's a lot of goodbyes. And, like, last, and, like revisiting mm-hmm. memories. And, and we like... see, like, Patamon and TK are both crying in a field, and Biomon and Sora have an emotional goodbye, Joe and Gomamon. Gomamon continues to be kind of silly. Yeah, Gomamon's like, ha! Kidding. Matt and Gabumon kind of just don't say anything. They're like, yeah, 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 bro. Um, Agumon and Gabu, uh, Agumon and Tai kind of have a similar vibe. Izzy and Tentomon, but this is the real one. Oh well, Kari, Kari gives Gatomon her whistle. Yes, that's cute. Mm-hmm. But then the most difficult, the most devastating. Mimi and Palmon. It's Mimi and Palmon, of course. Because Palmon runs away. Yeah, she doesn't want to say goodbye to Mimi. Yeah. And it's too late for them to find Palmon, and they have to get on the trolley car that they all slept on in the Seedramon episode back in episode, like, two or yeah, three. Yeah, the trolley car is going to fly into the sky and take them back and to the real world. the trolley car takes off. Mimi is in tears because she can't find Palmon. Yeah. And, um... I'm gonna cry. Oh my god, then pa- Palmon emerges. Palmon emerges. And it's like, and I'm, it's, sorry, and it's like I'm sorry, Mimi. And then she's like, Palmon, I love you. And then her hat flies off and it plays yeah. the Hey Digimon, hey Digimon. Oh my god, Monster yeah. Friends the, tension, the, the boys and girls. Song. Well, this I think the, it's fitting here. I think it fits here. But it's, it's, it's dumb in the. It, like, there'll it's be a big boss battle. Also, there'll like, be this, like, when they're fighting all country. Tied, yeah. Tied, yeah. This, like, Berenstein Bears ass song. Not fancy bears. The the other bears. The bears that sing. The country bears. The country bears. It's not. It's not that. It's more. It's more rock. Um. Yeah. I. That's the end of Digimon Adventure. Yeah. And I think it's a really strong it's a, ending. It's a great final episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It kind of. It kind of cuts to the core of what is supposed to happen. Well, it kind of cuts to the core of like. The the theme is. Lifelong friendship. Yeah. And I think that um, Digimon, one, it has never been as popular as Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So it, it has avoided a lot of media criticism over it being like, oh, these monsters are forced to fight. Yeah. Um, But they really are more, it is more about friends and friendship and like the power of working together, which I think is an important message to give to young people. I know it really affected me. As a child, I, f- I firmly believe that we are stronger as a society when we work together. Yeah. So, um, yeah. That is the conclusion of our Digimon Adventure coverage. Yeah, well, sort of. Um, in the next episode. In the next episode, we're going to start covering Adventure Zero Two. No, that's not true. In our next episode, we're oh, going to do our tier Oh, our next episode, list. we're going to do our tier lists. And... Of both Digimon. Of both human and Digimon. I'm not sure if we're going to do all of the Digimon's forms, or we're just going to do their base form. I don't know. Yeah. Um, 
I think we should just do their base form because I think it gets yeah too into the minutia if you try and do maybe in, maybe in a future update episode we will do like a yeah um digivolved forms but um yeah you can now you if you have any questions comments concerns compliments anything you'd like to add to our conversation you can email us at two gayspod at gmail dot com yep two spelled out t w o yep. Um, if you would like to follow us and engage with us on Twitter, we are on we the are same. at Two Gays Pod, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which I can't believe that wasn't taken. I can't believe we didn't do like Digipod. Well, I mean, there's not gays don't ever finish anything, and you can also uh, listen to us on Spotify. Yes. So, um, which you might be doing right now. Yeah, you might be doing that right now already. Um, you can also follow us individually. I'm Gigantus Smalls. On uh, Instagram and Twitter. And everywhere. And everywhere. Um, I'm a bunch of different things. Follow me on Twitter, which my Twitter is um, facts for whatever, but the last E in whatever isn't there because it wouldn't fit. So it's F-A-C-T-S-F-O-R-W-H-A-T-E-V-R, which is a Radiohead reference because I'm a nerd like that. Okay, well that was a really long description. Um, <laughs> okay, well, I guess it, don't follow me on Twitter then. Okay, it's not important. Uh, we're 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 done here. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm still thinking about Mimi and Palmon. Oh my god. <laughs>